Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Screen here on 889 The Bridge. My name is Quinn Harbour. And I'm Andrew Howison. I'm Matthew Pingala. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Howison. And uh, this week's episode is uh, on a pretty big uh, genre of film movies that has dominated um, American culture as well as probably like Earth culture also. And that is superhero movies. So, like, everyone... Everyone loves superhero movies, right? You guys like superhero movies? Yeah. I love superhero movies. Yeah. I, I I mean like I'd like to meet someone who who doesn't like superhero movies. Cuz I actually wouldn't just to like yell to meet at that them. person. Wait, what, Matthew? I wouldn't like to meet that person cuz they don't seem like a cool person if they don't like superhero movies. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah. But um so before we kind of dive into anything here, uh let's go around the I was going to say go around the table but go around the clean feed order of names and uh say some of our favorite superhero movies and why we like them so all right uh so for me i like um iron man and captain america but i like their um their solo movies um more specifically the earlier ones so um iron man one obviously probably my favorite uh superhero movie of all time what? Captain America, the first Avenger, is a great one, and then um, Amazing Spider-Man with uh, not Tobey Maguire. What's his name? Andrew Garfield. Those had to be like my top three superhero movies. Okay, why? Uh, pick like, pick like one of those. That is I your know. okay. <laughs> and then, um, how come? How come that is your favorite or, or one of your favorite superhero movies? Uh, so Iron Man would be my favorite because. Um, it show his like storyline and his character development is a lot different than most other superhero movies. He starts out being super uh, successful and uh-huh. you know super rich and famous, and then he obviously gets kidnapped and like he loses everything. Um, and that's when he gets really creative. I'm not saying that he wasn't before, and then he became like a superhero and he realized that he's more about helping people rather than just thinking about himself. And you can see that throughout the movie, how he's becoming, you know, more selfless. Oh, yeah, because so at the beginning, he's just super arrogant. Exactly. But I think it's also um, kind of cool how he started out super successful. And he was the whole movie, but you don't see that perspective. You usually see, like, for Superman, like a farm boy. Or for someone like uh, Captain America, he's like a skinny... Um, want to be a soldier so i think it's yeah (laughs) yeah no i i completely agree he really kind of um grows up um into this well for uh, for iron man it's the opposite yeah you're right he it's almost like he peaks there you think he peaks before he becomes a superhero right as a character like he's rich and he's famous and then you kind of realize like he's not even close so yeah, I have to agree. Yeah, he has he has a character awakening. So that's your favorite movie too, Andrew? No. Or you should, oh, okay. Um, I don't have a favorite horror movie. Bruh. Um, superhero movies. Or not superhero <laughs> movie. Sorry. Um, it's man, it's been talking about superhero <laughs> or, um, uh, horror movies so much. 
Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Super here. I I really liked um, I really liked the Captain Americas. I really liked Deadpool, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, Doctor Strange. I would say right now Guardians of the Galaxy just kind of to mix it up. Um, and there's a couple reasons for that. I think mainly because, I mainly because it's just it has such a it's really funny. It's um just beautiful effects um the writing is amazing the characters are amazing um the story is original and amazing and it's just uh, overall it's it's kind of a, like f- feel good full heart kind of movie at the end so do you prefer uh one or two one one but i also like two yeah one 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 was for sure better than the second one i yeah. i Dude, I haven't seen one in so long though. Like I, I saw the, I saw a premiere of it when it came out. Um, what was it? It was like twenty fourteen or, or twenty fifteen. Yeah, it was long ago. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that that's like six years ago. That seems so long. Um, yeah. And yeah, it was it was it was pretty like amazing because I'd never really seen a superhero movie like it before. Um, yeah. It was like so. Uh, like different. It was just built different than all the other superhero movies. <laughs> built like it was. I don't know if if, it, if I'd say it was more human, because um, the like kind of human realism that you get with like a dramatic movie wasn't really there. But um, it it was a lot less serious than you know most superhero movies had become. I guess. And mm. it it had that it was like I think one of the first super, uh, Marvel movies that was funny. And uh, did you or guys? One of them I've seen that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you guys think that it being funny took like added or took away anything from from that movie and it, it being a superhero movie? It added, but. I- I m- movies can do that and fail at it. It's a really kind of fine balance of you know the the character Chris Pratt's character Star Lord. He he's a funny kind of snarky guy, right? So it works yeah. well with him. And if it was a more serious character and they made it funny, I don't think it would have been as good. But because all all the characters kind of have banter, you know, we have Ro- um, Rocket, the Raccoon, and Gru and. Um, you know, like all their relationships, it's it's funny and it works well. But I I think the 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 movie, it, you know, they they don't take the movies and their mission super serious. Wait, wait my alarm my alarm just went off. Uh, I'm just gonna unplug that. Uh, shoot, how do I unplug it? Oh crap. Um, so I, I wasn't talking because I didn't know the movie for a solid ten minutes. Okay, we're good. That was we're not good. That was my computer monitor. Uh-oh. Um, oh, it's oh, it's I don't know what you guys were talking about. That's why I didn't say anything. Okay, Quinn, where do you want me to restart from? We can't have that because you were like. Yeah. Um. Okay. Restart from. Dude, do you think the um it makes it funny? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Uh. I think Guardians of the Galaxy, the first one, was one of the first um, Marvel and just superhero movies in general that that w- was like funny, you know. Um, yeah. 
do you think that the humor in that movie uh, like added anything or took away anything from uh, from that movie being a superhero movie, technically? Yeah, yeah. No, that, that I think that's a really good question, and there's really kind of a really fine line for um, how funny you can make a superhero movie. Yeah. And I think what goes well with it is that you know Chris Pratt, Star Lord, is a really funny character and a funny guy, just just in general. So, and the banter he has with Rocket and Groot and all the other people on his spaceship in the missions he does, there it, it, it works because their banter, you know, they all um, are like unlikely friends. Yeah, they all so kind of hate each other. Yeah, and then they kind of compete and stuff. And the other thing is, is they they don't take the characters don't take the mission too seriously, right? They take it serious <laughs> enough to do it, but it's not like. You know, when I was watching it, I I don't think they ever felt like the characters felt like you know it's like life or death. There's a couple of really good parts, but most of it, you know, they're just kind of like going around the galaxy, stealing things, taking things back. And I just think the um, it, it works being funny. And yeah. if it was a more serious yeah. movie, it, it couldn't have worked. Well, and I just felt like the humor added to it. It really added and really showed the characters' um, potential. See, that's how I feel about the uh, new Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, is that, like, everything seems to be, like, a joke to him. And that's why I I like the old um, Spider-Mans better, because, like, yeah, it's nice to have some comedy in there, but not where it takes up the entire... Like, the entire movie is just based around their... You know, like, all their jokes and everything that they say. Do you mean, like, it's his character? Like, he's just... Like, cause he's a really awkward character. So... Um, is that what you mean, or like, what do you mean by by him finding well, everything I, funny? Because everything, the old Spider Man's the, obviously the Tobey Maguire, um, is like super serious. Uh huh. Um, Andrew Garfield's also pretty serious, but like the Spider Man, everything seems to be like every like all the jokes that they make, totally like, take away from what the what's actually going on. Yeah. Okay. I get that. That's why uh, I don't. That's why I'm not a big fan of Tom Holland, which is, I know a lot of people disagree with that. Yeah, yeah, I'd say like the movies, the the superhero movies with with um, with the funny, um, like they 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 add entertainment value for sure. Except it it definitely makes them less, uh, like from a from a viewer perspective, you take them way less seriously as a superhero movie. Yeah. So, like, one of my favorite um, superhero movies is uh, Batman The Dark Knight, uh, which is not funny at all. There's not a single joke. Um, And it's really dark and gritty. And so I'd say you respect it more as a superhero movie um, and also respect it more from a, like, human and character perspective uh, because the character of... Matthew, that was really rude. Um, wait, what's what's Batman's what? name in real life? Uh, oh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, 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 Bruce Wayne. Uh, it's like that movie showcases a bunch of the like personal struggles that like Bruce Wayne has, and the Marvel movies that are funny aren't really able to do that as well because uh, they they have to focus more on um, kind of making the characters like less serious in order to be funny yeah so 
Yeah, no, um, I think you're completely right, and that's why I think um, superhero movies do well with kind of all ages and why there's so many of them, because they can be super serious, they can be funny, they can have, um, you know, they can take place in the future, like Guardians of the Galaxy and, like, Avengers Endgame. Actually, I think that takes place modern day. Um, or, you know, even movies like Black Panther, which, looking at the Rotten Tomatoes, is ranked one of the best um, superhero movies, and that's, you know, taken in the fictional place of Wakanda. Yeah. Is that one funny? Did they yeah. make jokes in that one? It yeah. is? Yeah. Were they, it, they must have been really subtle. Yes. It, it, I mean, it, it was a, um, I forget, um, Chadwick Boseman, rest in peace, um, you Rip know, boy. his, who, Black Panthers, he kind of had, um, an assistant and a sister, um, their banter was really funny, she, um, was one of those kind of people who would be like, this is a really bad idea, and then she's like, oh no, here we go again. And, yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't super funny, but it, it, it definitely had a lot of subtle jokes, and it was funny about, because um, also I think Black Panther's kind of funny. He's a really kind of char- yeah, he's a charismatic guy. ruler. Oh, yeah, yeah, leader. for sure. And I think, you know, it, it's not like he made, like, knock-knock jokes, but... I think he was really good at oh, leading no, dude, his knock, people. Knock jokes are the the abs- Those are the pinnacle of comedy. Let's not forget. Yeah, yeah. Th- that, that's true. <laughs> uh, so I do think Black Panther is a pretty good movie that that we can talk about for a little bit. So um, I did not know that Rotten Tomatoes rated that so highly. Like it was good, but I know that it was like Rotten Tomatoes level good. Um, for what what movie? For Black Panther. Yeah, got a ninety six. Okay. Um, yeah. Dude, Spider-Man pull. Into the Spider-Verse got, like, 97. Wonder Woman wow. got 93. Thor Ragnarok got 93. Logan got 93. And Spider-Man got around 90. And Incredibles 2 got 93. So, you know, it, it also <laughs> rates it on, like, um, an adjusted score, which is just other accounts and um, other people that didn't just use Rotten Tomatoes. And they rate that, like, 108%, 118%. So wow. I don't know how that really works, but Pulp yeah. Fiction only got ninety two on the on the tomato meter. Is that what a did, superhero movie though? No, but it's like a very critically acclaimed movie, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so, what do you what do you guys think it is in Black Panther specifically that made it um, a critically acclaimed movie, and at the same time a like very like entertaining audience you know viewership movie um i haven't seen that movie in so long uh but what i do remember is that his story sort of like no one really knew his story before and then he just showed up for um was it civil war uh his father died and then oh yeah yeah, in um, civil war. yeah it did show some of his history in civil yeah. war that's right was he one of the, Was he a comic book character before the movie, or did they? Was Probably. he solely? A, I'm 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 guessing he was. Yeah, I think he was. Um, but it was just really cool to see how he comes from like a really rich place in it's in Africa. Yeah, in Africa, but everyone calls him like the poorest country in the world. In uh-huh. reality, they have like the most vibranium. Yeah, which gives them all, they're super rich. All their resources. Yeah. Um. And then it also shows part of the real, like, part of, in, like, the United States, 
um, the bad guy who's played by Michael B. Jordan. I don't know his name. Um, like his dad was like the basketball player. No, Michael B. Jordan, the actor. Yeah, but what about him? Oh, dude, I don't know the. He's difference. in that. I don't know. He's that in that movie. Andrew. There were two different. Yeah, people. no, I know. Yeah, um, wasn't his father like caught up with like gangs? Isn't that? Um, didn't he die? Yeah, so, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then so he sort of like won a revenge years later because he was there for when his father died. Oh, isn't he part of? Was he part of like the other like mountain tribe? That like lived in the um, mountains. No, I don't think so, because the other mountain tribe was like. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. They were they like lived in in unity. Yeah. So I just thought that was interesting how they, sort of like how Thor does it. Like they bring together two different, not worlds because it's all on Earth, but two di- different like environments, I guess. Yeah. You know, I, Thor, I, yeah. Thor. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think another kind of big piece that people overlook is that this is a movie where. Um, most of the cast is black and we I, there's very few other movies i've seen where um we've seen that and it's it's i think that's part of the reason why people really like it and even the story about you know this great um technology king and this um african king um i'm reading something from um time and it basically says you know basically there's wealth to buy your land but some people might not um, like it and there's civil war going on and th- this has happened in the past maybe not with you know super tech technological war but i mean you know we kind of learned about how there's a lot of different um african kings in the past and they've fought and they've killed each other and we kind of see how in this one it ends up um everyone united and i think um a, a black cast um really I think that really helps it. Yeah, like its representation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's kind yeah, of where I was looking for. It's, it's really powerful. Um, and when I first watched it a couple years ago, that was kind of before, you know, I actually it was only two years ago. But when I first saw it in theaters, you know, I was like, you know, it's a black cast. Um, and that was really it. But now that I look back at it, I'm like, you know, there, there's a reason why you know, they pick this cast and they pick this story because it, it represents something in real life and has a really deep meaning. And some people didn't like it. I think um, some people said it was just kind of cliche, but I think... Um, <gasps> I know. How dare they? I, I, I think it does a really, really well, good job, superhero, though. All superhero movies have some cliche to it. I mean, yeah. but this one is definitely, like, not I that cliche. Oh, no. I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, but, like, um, another kind of major theme of it was like since the main character he's is he the president or oh no he's the king King. yeah he's he's the king of this nation so um obviously for a a movie character who is a major political figure to be likable to the audience he has to be like you know a very good and you know kind uh king and there was a lot of uh kind of like the power of, of unity of Wakanda um, that you didn't really get in a movie like Iron Man, which it's just all Tony Stark. You know, he could he could do it without anyone else, you know, backing him. He well, it, yeah, but not only that, you know, he's fighting an uh, out-of-world bad guy, which, you know, people in America haven't had struggles with that yet. Well, no, Iron Man, 
he fight he 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 fights his boss. True, in, in some of them, but I'm saying like in Wakanda, you know, it, they're this could be related back to history, whereas some of the Iron Man and other Marvel movies can't be related back to history as much. Like we never had a evil alien come down and try to destroy Earth. That's what I'm getting at. Oh yeah, if you know uh, what I'm I, saying. Okay, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely see your point. Yeah, and um, like, I say that's that's one of the reasons why people probably thought it like not only was it a good superhero movie, but also um, was was probably a movie with like a good message and something that you could kind of learn something from, um, especially African Americans, since it was the first major superhero movie that I think uh, they've been represented in is like. Just the unity of of humans and you know a group of people is you know way more powerful than you know one guy. So like I think Wakanda could like you know all of Wakanda could probably you know nay 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 on on Tony Stark. Yeah, because they have the power of the people, and Tony yeah. Stark's he's just got money. In a, yeah. <laughs> True. Actually, they have ships, or not ships. They have jets. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot that they're in, like insanely rich, also. Yeah. So I think another big one, and I I know everyone has seen or heard about this, is Infinity War and Endgame. Um, I'm personally more of a fan for Infinity War because it's one of the first um, superhero movies. Or at the end, the bad guys lost. I mean, half of them were snapped away, and I, I remember seeing that, and, you know, I was going to think, you know, that's the end, you know, they're going to defeat Thanos, and I left the theater with my mouth wide open. No, you didn't. I was with you when we saw no. that, and you were okay, like... Okay, well, maybe literally. Well, you, you, you heard me talk about it, though. I was like, there's no way in this super... In, in a superhero movie, do they just basically kill off half of the good guys and kept him dead now of course i knew they were going to make another one and most likely bring him back wait did we know that though like had they announced that they were making no i don't think that they had announced that but 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 we all knew they they weren't just gonna leave leave it there oh well yeah like we were thinking that they couldn't do that a bunch of people knew that marvel's making two more adventure movies with um what's his name robert downey jr and chris evans but yeah, I, I mean, again, it, it's the the very last scene where you look at it and you're just like, you know, what the heck? Half of them yeah. just are gone, and and then that's it. Like the movie ends right there, and it. I I think, uh, you know, it's some of your favorite characters fighting this amazing evil boss, Thanos. Um, I think overall just does such a good job, and same with um, Endgame. People appear to like Endgame more. I like Endgame more. I, I liked. Um, Infinity War. I like Endgame more because although Infinity War was very good and um, kind of interesting because the bad guys lost, um, ultimately I, I want to see the bad guys win um, because guys? that's what did I say? The bad guys win? Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to see the I want to see the good guys is. win. Um, and I'd say that Endgame was better because it uh, ended that that saga, you know, mm-hmm. Infinity War was part one, Endgame was part two. And both of those together, part one and part two, create a, a epic story. Um, and I like Endgame more because it 
finishes off that story in the way that I like, which is the good guys winning. Yeah. Okay. Wait, yeah, I saw that one other thing that I, you know, I think is really important. With, with these movies, you, I like a lot of different superheroes. You guys probably do as well, right? Yeah. And seeing this movie with so many different ones, and especially with Endgame, um, as you put it, they kind of, each of them have a struggle in that movie, in Endgame. Yeah. And we kind of see individually them, but then you see them all together. And that, I mean, that, that just is so cool. As they say, it's the most ambitious crossover ever. And I think it is. These two movies are. I mean, different characters, um, you know, small, big man, woman, you know, flying, not flying. Like, you know, just all of these fighting this one guy, I think is just super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, goes back to that, that thing in Black Panther of like unity. And they couldn't have done it by themselves. So they had to all group together. Yeah. And it shows the power of, you know, groups and working together. <laughs> Yeah. So that's nice. And uh, uh, next next topic that I would like to talk about is the um, the relationship between the superheroes and their villains. So Ooh, Batman Joker, Batman Joker. Yes. Yeah, so Batman and Joker, uh, they have been quarreling for quite some time now. I think it's been like eighty years. Um, Longer or, than we've been alive. Or no, si- like sixty years, I guess, because Batman started kind of in like the sixties. I, they, they've been around longer than us. Yeah, yeah, way yeah, longer than sure. us. And that's one, of, that's one of the things that I think DC does better than Marvel is all of their superheroes have been consistent throughout that superhero's entire existence. Like, they never quite defeat the bad guy entirely. They just kind of stop the bad guy's, you know, in-the-moment plans. Kind of like Dr. Doofenshmirtz in Phineas and Ferb. Perry the Platypus never kills Dr. Doofenshmirtz. He just destroys <laughs> Dr. Doofenshmirtz's like invention that he made yeah. that day, and well, in all of the Disney mo- show, so they can't kill someone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. But all the Marvel movies, they just have like one-off villains, and mm-hmm. it's hard to uh, appreciate a relationship between a hero and a villain when it's just kind of one-off. Or even at points. Um... So, like, sometimes, you know, Joker, you feel bad for him. Or you feel for him, not maybe bad, but you, you really get to understand him. And as you're saying, you know, I think another, you know, yeah, Batman what, and Joker does the best example of that. That's what we oh, talked yeah, that's about a good when, point. Uh, when we talked about the perspective of, like, the bad guy. And, like, you sort of feel sympathy for them. Sort of like yeah. what we did for... Um, and, like, we know their story, so, like, you don't... You understand why they're doing it, even if you don't agree with it. Like Joker. Yeah. Marvel actually did did do a decent job of that with Thanos, because he was the only villain in Marvel that was not one off, because he spanned yeah. two movies. And but well, no, he was in he was in a bunch of movies. Oh, oh, right, right. He for like one scene, and he's but he's also the cause of all these. Avengers yeah, he's the he, he's the mastermind uh, yeah, exactly. behind it. I forgot to mention that. That's a good point. I haven't seen the Thor movies. Is he in the Thor movies? Um. He, no, Thanos isn't in the Thor movies, but you know that like end scene that they have after the credits. Yeah. Um. He's in that. Those no, he, he's not in those, but it references what the events leading up to Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. Got it. Um. But right, so Thanos's actions, uh, that he has in the movie are 
I say completely justified. Like the dude just wants salvation for, you know, the universe by killing half the population, um, which like there's probably a better way to do it, especially if you have <laughs> yeah um, the the six infinity stones that literally control the universe. You could just make more resources. Um, so I don't know why he didn't really think of that. <laughs> yeah, no, but I, I think that that's why I think he's such a good bad guy. I mean, oh yeah, he's great. Ton, tons of people even agree. They're like, you know what? If I had that, you know, I might do the same thing. Now that you bring exactly. up the I, I, infinite resource, you know, that seems stupid. But at the time, I was thinking that, and I'm like, I, I wouldn't do that personally, but I understand where he's coming from. And once yeah. you do that, once you understand the bad guy, it just makes it so much more powerful and impactful. And now we know why he does it. He grew up and watched his base, his planet basically, you know, kill itself right. just because there wasn't enough resources. And he doesn't want that to happen to anyone else. And you start to feel bad for him, but then I have to realize, you know, he's he's going to kill, you know, at, at half half the you know galaxy. So, but you really feel for him. And I think that's, you know, kind of a joker. And that's why I think superhero movies can be amazing and will be remembered until the end of time. Or they'll just be mediocre with maybe just, you know, a bad robot that turns evil and hacks into, like, the, you know, into, like, dinner robot hacking into, like, Tony Stark. Uh, no. Oh. No. What movie I'm thinking of? One of his, well, you're thinking of one of the Avenger movies, Age of Ultron, I think. Yeah, yeah, we're just like bots. One of his that. bots like got hacked or something. Yeah, and, and like, then turned all the other ones. Yeah, people. Jarvis yeah. like yeah. went nay nay mode, and he went cuckoo. He did. But, yeah. Did that have to do with Thanos or no? Or was no. that totally Tony? And see, fault? that's why I do, see that's why I didn't even remember the movie. Yeah, Compared that movie was not Endgame. good. Yeah, that was yeah that was probably the worst Marvel movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. So again, yeah, I just think. Um, Stuff, stuff like that is what really makes a superhero movie great. Or really brings it to the next level. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Once you start to understand the bad guy. Yeah, it, it, it brings it up from an, from a entertainment value movie to a uh, movie that you can actually kind of analyze as um, this has some relation to society and this has a message. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But have you guys seen the uh, the... Dark Knight Batman series. I have not. I no. should really see it though. I, I saw. I think I saw a couple of years ago, Best but I don't like, remember anything. I, I've seen them on planes like two years ago. Oh, okay. Um, but one of the one of the best things from those movies that the fans of those movies like is um, Heath Ledger's Joker, and the uh, the Joker up until that point had sort of just been this guy of pure chaos and no clear motive other than to kill Batman and just cause like mass destruction and chaos. But in yeah. the dark night, um, the filmmakers are like, let's give Joker, you know, a reason to be the Joker. Yeah. And so then now the Joker's, you know, motive is clear. He it's, it's, it's not obvious. You kind of have to like dig into it a little bit when you're watching the movie. Um, but he he ultimately kind of wants salvation for the city of Gotham, um, but he just has a much different way of doing it than Batman. Mm-hmm. Batman just kind of picks him off one by one, doesn't kill anybody, 
Joker is kind of the heavy hitter, but he causes a lot of chaos in uh, in the collateral. So that um, like the relationship between Joker and Batman in those movies becomes so like intricate and like just epic. So, yeah. like, you guys gotta watch those movies, all I'm saying. They are fire. No, I don't know I haven't already. Um, yeah, and, well, I don't understand why... No, go ahead, um, I don't understand why DC has to have so many different uh, actors. For oh, movie. yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> I well, think that's, like, the most confusing part. I mean, because um, all of... All of these superheroes have existed since the 50s and 60s, like when they first started out as comic books. And there's continuously been uh, movies and TV shows, um, you know, throughout all the decades. And so they have to switch the actors up to keep them appearing in the image of the of the superhero. Then why do they have so many? Are they're not different universes? They're all like the same universe. But why is it over such a long timeline? Uh, what do you mean? I don't understand why um, they had Batman in the 70s or 60s, whatever. And they, ha- they kept him going all the way through the 2000s and 2010s. And then now we uh, have Robert Pattinson, who's going to play the 2021 or 2022 one. Oh, really? They they kicked out Kristen Bale? For the new, uh, yeah, for the new Batman? No, dude, Kristen Bale was you so didn't good. Know that. I didn't They're know that. done with filming but i just don't know why they have to do that to keep themselves relevant one second guys i think that's no, because I'm recording stop <laughs> you're not on mute oh shoot whatever <laughs> what well, i pressed the mute bro matthew lives with really seven sisters him. so how can you still hear me but we can still, still can yes. is it really quiet or is it the same because it's the same uh, okay well matthew did <laughs> to, to answer your question i think that uh, <laughs> batman and all of those dc villains uh, the 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 entity is not the immediate time period that you know they they take place in. The entity is the character, and you can take the character, the superhero, put him, put put him or her in any environment, or I guess any earthly environment, and their character remains the same. I guess except for Batman, it's got to be Gotham, but uh, yeah, they've. That's actually like kind of a, a, a good segue into a point that I hadn't really thought about, which is these superhero movies have been remade and remade and remade so many times with like minimal change in um, overall kind of like theme of the character. So how do you think that the people making these movies are able to continuously remake them? Without being completely repetitive. Um, movies can. Wait, what do you mean by well, that? I don't think they need to remake. I think they just need to get new characters. Like, D- like Marvel is just moving on, which I feel like DC kind of needs to do. Like they have so many more characters in their comics. Why don't they bring those people in? Yeah, well, bring out the old, bring in the new. Well, um, Andrew, what I mean is that superhero movies. Um, and just like superheroes in general, th- their story has been retold and retold and retold um, in so many different movies. 
Yeah. Um, and none of them explicitly, unless they're kind of like in the same time period with the same uh, actor and, and director and blah, blah, blah. None of them explicitly add to the um, the character's like life and story. So I was thinking, how can the filmmakers continuously re like remake they shouldn't. superhero movies? They shouldn't. You think they shouldn't? No. Why not? I, I think they make they they make two new superhero movies. I we've already heard the story of the Amazing Iron Man. I want to move on to someone new. I don't need to ha- listen to eight more chapters about how Iron Man will come alive after dying, after he heroically dies in an amazing way, until he like comes back as a person. You know, like once once we see once there's a certain amount of movies, Mom. we know from when he's first born until when he dies. And I feel like that's all I need to know. I don't, you know, and I feel like some movies are bad at this. They'll keep bringing them back. They'll come back, they'll come back. It's just like once you die in a heroic way that helps kill the bad guy, saves the day, keep it that way. Yeah, I know. Um, but what I mean is, like, these movies don't don't add on to the character's story. They just retell it. So, Like what movies? Well, the Batman movies have... they've People making the Batman movies have retold the same story of Batman, yeah. uh, you know, 30 times. Um across movies and TV shows. Uh, but the only thing that changes is the immediate plot of that movie, like what Batman is doing. Um, but the actual character of Batman never changes. So, um, like, why do you think that people are still, like, remaking movies of superheroes that have already been remade so many times? Like, like It sells well. So that yeah, that's, for that's sure. all what it is. I mean, it's just, just, just it, if you can, you know, if you if you can, why you know why wouldn't you? It's like you know, uh, every year, every year, if we get better CGI and we make have a hundred movies, you know, there's a hundred different missions he goes on. Hey, that's a movie, a mission. And we get to keep you know adding certain points to it. I mean, you know, you, they could they could have three hundred movies. On Batman and just have them as different missions. Sure, they would get old and people would probably stop listening to them. But hypothetically, you know that you could have just unlimited movies about this person if you have unlimited missions. Now, again, that would get old in, um, you know, that'd get old fast. But it's just, um, I think it's like you really, I don't know. As long as people are interested and they're not, um, they don't care about the plot and it's kind of the same for them, then I say, you know, they just keep making it. I think for really kind of um, people who really care about films and stuff, they'll they'll find it old fast. They haven't already. But then, you know, just your average maybe viewer who just likes a good movie or needs to do something on their birthday, you know, will go and see the new Batman. So you think that they continue to make them so that they can modernize the... Or basically just, just continue to make money off of that, off that yeah, franchise? Yeah, con- continue telling the story. Okay. Now, I think for some people, their story doesn't need to be told more. I think someone like Batman, they can't. But someone like Iron Man, we already know that he's now dead in the Cinematic Universe, if it continued on, right? Yeah. So, unlike Batman, who's still alive and well to this day, I don't think he's ever died in a movie, that's still fine, at least in my eyes. Maybe they're, I bet their movies will get stale, though, if they make five more about him. But at least, you know, that's not for me to, like... You know, I think they can keep going if they wanted to. 
But yeah. once my, my limit is once the character kind of dies in a heroic way, they're dead. So if you keep making money with the character, I want to kill him off and then bring him back and then kill him off and then, you know, I just, I find that that gets old. Yeah. Okay, well, um, unfortunately, we have to uh, end this episode of Behind the Screen, which kind of sucks because there, there's like literally so know, much more. So much more. Yeah, some some more stuff to, yes. uh, to talk about here that we didn't really get into, but um, we'll review the topic maybe later in the year. We hope so. Yeah, this now this is a topic that we could potentially talk more about, Andrew. For a part and two, do, and, <laughs> and do a second episode on. Next week we might be doing a Halloween one. I've been trying to convince Quinn and yeah, Matthew. No, no, next week is oh, horror we movies. Are. Um, mm-hmm. I want to do two. Um, two parts um you guys let us know what you think if you want us to do two parts or not but i think can't let us know but let us know in some way do a smoke yeah. signal i'll see you <laughs> no 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 yeah. no do a bat signal yeah exactly do a bat signal yeah. we'll see it and it, do two bat signals if you want two episodes <laughs> do one if you only want one episode and yes. we'll see you guys um next time all right thank you for listening i'm quinn hava i'm Andrew oh. Housen. what the heck yeah, yeah no, he took too long. Die. No, go uh, ahead. I'm Matthew Pingallo. Thank you for watching behind this. <laughs> Thank <laughs> listening. You. Thank you for listening to Behind the Screen. <laughs> <laughs>